from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM. Sunday Live. Welcome back. 44 after 7 in the AM. Um, you know, it's definitely a point to think about... Uh, yeah, all the messages coming through. Well, one of the other things that uh, we need to tack- uh, tackle and talk about in our landscape is um, um, the element of urban land and housing. While well, speaking to us this morning is uh, Corita Sol, the researcher at the Development Action Group. Uh, good morning, Corita. How are you? Thanks so much for taking time out. Tell us a little bit about what the Development Action Group is and the type of work that you guys do. Yeah, I guess an NGO working in the housing sector, particularly in housing and land for more than 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, we support communities in their efforts to access housing, basic services and land. Specifically, we do this through capacity building and equipping them to advance their own housing rights. Uh, we have a long history of advocacy implementation and particularly working on the release of state land for social and affordable housing. Okay, so NGO-driven, um, I'm sure many times you would get lots of flack from, uh, you know, ventures um, in terms of or property companies and, uh, you know, very capitalistic-driven entities that want to just space any property in any particular area, but obviously not understanding um, the, the complexities of urban land uh, and housing issues. What would you say are some of these complexities just at the top of your mind? I think one of the main issues is that we have a large informal settlement. Um, we have about 2,700 informal settlements just in cities in particular. Wow. Unfortunately, because of um, how cities develop in the past, because of the apartheid geography, social geography that we still have, um, many of the people within cities are situated on the outskirts of the city. And these tend to be poor um, people from uh, black communities who are who want to be able to live closely to their work environment, but are unable to do this because um, housing in areas closer to work opportunities seem to be very expensive, and they're not able to afford it. So we find that the majority of our people are situated on the outskirts of cities, far from economic opportunities, um, whilst land and housing in particular is expensive in the area. So our cities are still very disaggregated, much as it was during the apartheid years, and that's why it's so important, important that our government, cities across the country, focus particularly on having housing situated in areas that are more, in ways that are more inclusive, in ways that allow for spatial equality, where we have real um, inclusivity across tables among people of different um, races, people of different income levels, just where it is South Africa that more accurately reflects the way uh, the racial composition and not so much. That also, but the income uh, composition of different people across uh, the country. Are you proactively involved in trying to prevent gentrification as well within, you know, the CBD of different different uh, cities? Yes, absolutely. Um, if we think about Woodstock, for instance, uh, has been working or had been working with the uh, city of Cape Town on a project um, where we are looking at. Um, establishing housing in the city, in, in city areas. Uh, for instance, we had a housing project where we moved um, uh, uh, people who were living in an informal settlement to stick with a housing facility. And this is a prime example of a situation where 
if there is collaboration between the civil society and government, it is possible for us to establish housing for people that, are, that have lower incomes in the inner city in well-located areas. So it's not impossible if there is, like I said, coordination, if there is a, a, a relationship between all of the parties involved, that's the community, that's government, that is in the NGO sector, it's possible to do this. And, and we've done that through that particular project. Okay, um, so this is an ongoing discussion, I would imagine. And uh, if you look at the Western Cape in particular, I mean, you know, many many people have been calling not just for it's decent housing, but you know, uh, in terms of land restitution and being part of their original structures when they were evicted. Do you all have any reach out to such people? Is that a whole different focus? I'm referring specifically to places like the Bullcamp. Um, I think what's important to remember here is that right now we have a special um, land use management uh, act which was put in place, and that was specifically to deal with the issue of urban land and ensuring that we have more equality within urban land. And that act places a specific obligation obligation on municipalities to ensure that they provide higher housing, that they um, act. Uh, acquire land in urban areas, well-located land to house people across different communities. So within urban areas, um, that's what we need to focus on. Restitution, I think, is another part of the government's program to ensure that people have equal access. But for the most part, most people want to move. We have very high levels of urbanization. In the next uh, 10 years, we're going to be reaching levels of 70-80% just in urban areas. So many more people are moving into inner cities. And what people want is not necessarily, I think for the most part, would rather say what people want is housing close to informal settlements. And what we find also now is people tend to rent more. So um, I think the important factor is to plan for that major increase in uh, the population size in cities and to provide adequate housing for people close to opportunities, uh, working opportunities, close to communities where they can access housing, uh, I mean, where they can access education, um, clinics, hospitals, and so forth. And that's what we need to focus on, providing long-term planning for that type of in-migration interests from especially um, rural areas where they tend to be lack of um, economic development. Okay, wonderful. Tell us about the upcoming webinar. So the webinar is happening on Tuesday, June 30th at 2 o'clock. Um, and if we just consider the COVID-19 pandemic, I think what it has done is really to starkly highlight the challenge, challenges and the results and vulnerabilities of people because of a lack of access to decent housing and land. Many people, for instance, live in overcrowded, um, informal settlements where they have no access or limited access to basic services or in backyard rentals where they have insecurity. And then we have a lot of homeless people. And during this time, many people... You know, many people from different sectors, governments, social society, etc., have responded to the emergency crisis. Um, this has included delivering basic services in form of feeding, fixation, emotional addictions, and so forth. So forth. And despite these several uh, efforts that have been implemented recently, these efforts, um, they take a more coordinated approach okay. that goes on the strength of everyone. Mm-hmm. So we want to have this webinar where we bring all of these different sectors or, or groups together to discuss more long-term planning. 
Wonderful. All righty. I think uh, uh, that, that, that sums, it, uh, sums it up quite brilliantly. And uh, I believe happening on the 30th of June at uh, 2 o'clock. And uh, people can't uh, um, follow, follow you know, the DAG on social media to access more information via Facebook or Instagram Development Action Group or via uh, Twitter on at DAG underscore activism. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting to you, Karita Sal. Thank you so much for your time this morning. I appreciate it. Perfect. Thank you so much. Have a good one, Karita Sal, their researcher at the Development Action Group, uh, trying to ensure that there is spatial housing for everybody out there. And, uh, um, yeah, good work being done in terms of policy, in terms of advocacy. You can, you know, research them and follow them on social media and see, you know, what part of what change, uh, what process are you part of in that particular space. Definitely something to consider. From Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Sunday Live.